Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 150 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about a little bit of SmackDown. We're going to take some questions from Facebook, and we're going to talk about... Uh, I guess our year-end awards, and I'm also just going to finalize my, we'll just say top 20 from my list I've been taking for the entire year. My name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Chad Gable to my older Jason Jordan, Marianne. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you definitely put yourself down by making you Jason Jordan. The older but Jason, are, Jason Jordan. The older one. The one that, yeah, okay. The one Shelton that had Benjamin. Sick, the sick hot tags, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, what, which, uh, okay, I guess I'll take it. I mean, how many tag teams can we choose from? So I know. I just thought, uh, I, can't, I believe, did the, no, the New Day said this when they were walking down to the ring. They said the team of Chad Gable and the older Jason Jordan, and I laughed really hard, so... I felt it they was said appropriate. The, yeah, I think they said the new Jason Jordan or something like no, that. No, they said the they said the much older Jason Jordan. They didn't say the new That's Jason. That's so Jordan. funny. Uh, which is which is great. Uh Marianne, I guess uh Merry Christmas, Merry Late Christmas. Yes. How how was <laughs> your Christmas? Sick. Yes, you are sick. Um I was fine. Um it was fine. It was a lot of fun. I had uh, Antonia and Josh come over for Christmas later cuz I didn't have anyone to spend it with and it was fun i went to my dad's house on new year's eve or excuse me on christmas eve and his whole family was sick so it's his fault that all of us have colds now um it's it was a lot of fun we didn't get like i got money obviously that was my present i didn't like i didn't know like expect much or whatever right but it was it was it was cool to go there and just like spend time with them and then like we had i think we had egg rolls for christmas like we got king egg roll um which was great um and I watched my brother play uh, Cuphead. Cuphead again, which is which is so much fun to watch people play Cuphead. I need to get so, that like, still. I don't know. Have you have you played it before? I have not. I want to buy it. It's so frustratingly hard. Apparently, my brother was like cussing up a storm. <laughs> it's frustrating to watch too, but um, it it was a lot of fun. And then Christmas, like. Normally, when you get older, you stop waking up early. You'd rather sleep in on Christmas kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like I woke up and it's like it's my brother's here for Christmas. And most of the time I like I'm like, eh, my brother. Um, <laughs> but he's been he's been really, really fun this whole time. Like he and I went shopping a couple days before Christmas and we um, were getting like last minute gifts and stuff. Um, sorry, I'm like so sick. Uh, all of us are sick. It's okay. But, like we woke up the next morning, we had like coffee and all that stuff. And then we had our, um, we get super excited for stockings. Stockings are the freaking best. And yeah. I got that little sign that I posted. I sent to you. I got a sign from my parents that says record like, um, it's like air, a quiet on, on the it. set kind of thing. Yeah. On yeah. Air. And it's like a hang it from the door. It's pretty cute. Yeah. And then I got like my brother. Oh, that's what I was going to mention. My brother gave me when he was passing, he nails it at gifts like <laughs> every year. Mostly he gave me, I sent it to you. Um, uh, he went and gave me a gift. And I was like, Sam, there's nothing in this box because it weighed like nothing. And I opened it and I was like, okay, it's an Adidas box. And then I opened it and it was full of tissue paper. And I started taking the tissue paper out of it and there was nothing in it. And it just said John Cena at the bottom of the box. Yes, it was very funny. And very he said good. afterwards, he was like, oh, I should have 
just not written it and just played the John Cena theme right when you got to the end of the, the bottom of the box. That would have been funny too. <laughs> Which would have been hilarious. Yeah. Like it was it was good. Like we had a lot of fun. Um of course I got like I got a dino wand which is like just a dinosaur head attached to like a wand and it lights up and it's like seizure inducing lights. Oh jeez. But it was just like it was my brother's got Lego sets. It was just I got a ring light for makeup and it was just a good Christmas. Like we didn't get very much but we didn't like stockings are the funnest part and as you get older it's funner to give gifts which yeah. is super weird what else did you get marianne oh i got <laughs> six months right yeah from john you may know him um i got six months of progress that i can watch yeah. and he was like get on that shit and i messaged courtney and she said i believe start at 39 chapter 39 i'm gonna uh take a look at it right now and just see what and it she is. She said 39 or 49. I can't remember. I would look on my on my Twitter but I forgot. Um let's see here. This looks like what is the main event? Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. This is did this is a get, good place to start. Yes. I did get a um progress calendar in the mail. Oh, cool. Yes, I feel like I did didn't you post something? Yes, I did. And when I had ordered it, I got um, an email from John from the company. And he was like, wanted to personally thank you. Hey, oh, Mary, wow. I wanted to personally thank you for, um, for uh, sorry, supporting from the U.S. and all that stuff. And it was really cool. But oh. I got it and I was like, it's going to be June all year round because June is the Chris Brooks picture. <laughs> What's May? Uh, May is adorable. May is like the best picture out of all of them. I think it's like Trent Seven hugging Tyler Bate. Perfect. And it's cute. It's like the best picture out of all of them. Great. I guess. Um, they're all like in action photos. They're not like posed ones. Oh, cool. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. And then I, um, what else did I get? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. But what about you? Um, I flew out to LA. Oh, you flew. Fancy John is fancy. (laughs) I flew out on um, last Friday night uh, to go hang out with my girlfriend, Lauren, in L.A. It was a lot of fun. I actually flew back Christmas Eve night and was here for my nephew's first Christmas. Um, I got just, like, gift cards and stuff. You know, nothing too exciting. Nothing too exciting. But were they well-chosen gift cards? Yes, a, a Target one and a Southwest one so I can fly. Ooh, that's good. That's yeah. really clever. I got um the, the illustrated Harry Potter concepts book from my brother. Oh, so it's cool. like all of the movie concepts with the illustrated pictures. Oh, nice. And then I got from my grandma. She gave me Jelly Babies. <laughs> the ones that you... The ones you can get it not. I, I I told her I was like, if you're not giving me jelly babies, I don't want whatever my present is. <laughs> but um, she did because they're the ones that you can get. The Gustav's ones you can get at Knob Hill. Yeah. Which there's a pineapple flavored one in there. What? Which is oh yeah, absolute you, bullshit. Yeah, you hate that. Um, and then she gave me a big book called Face Paint, and it's like all on makeup, and it's really really cool. Oh, nice. But yeah, and Antonia gave me a painted Chris Brooks picture, and it's really awesome looking. But yeah, how was how was walking with Elias's or crawling with Elias's first Christmas? <laughs> it was it was great. He is the happiest baby on earth. He. Uh... I want a picture of Elias in a stocking. Oh, um, did I take any? He was hanging out in this little like box for a little bit. He's just hanging a out. Box. In it. Yeah. 
Voxen um, with Elias. Voxen with Elias. Um, yeah, he's he's mobile. He's crawling all over the place now. It's, he's mobile. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was pretty good. And then, uh, what are you doing for this weekend? Ringing um, in the new year. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I will be on the mend. Definitely going to. I was supposed to go to the gym today at twelve thirty um, to have an appointment, but I messaged my trainer and I was like, "Bro, I'm really sick." Ugh. Like. And that's not going to happen. But um, probably going to go to the gym. Definitely going to watch some progress and be on the mend for being sick. Um, I do have to work tomorrow, um, which is upsetting because I'm going to be the only one there tomorrow that can answer the phone. Oh, boy. Which is bullshit. But so far this week, it's been kind of slow. Yeah. Um, but the, the woman who used to work next to me, who was like head of customer service, like she had gotten demoted from her other thing and then was head of customer service. I guess they fired her last week, like half an hour after I came into work. Oh, wow. And they're like, oh, she know, but she's worked there for like six years or something. And I don't know what's going on. Everybody's coming up to me going, what is going on? We just got an email saying Desiree doesn't work here anymore. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, geez. But I'm stuck there by myself. And I'm, <sighs> but yeah, it'll be a nice weekend. I get off at four. Nice. Um, I don't probably not doing anything for New Year's because I have no social life. What are you doing? <laughs> um, Lauren's flying in tomorrow night, um, and I'm spending the New Year's with her. So we're going to go to a party. Oh, this is very relatable to uh, this podcast that we haven't, I think we've mentioned wrestling maybe once. So uh, my friends are throwing a New Year's New Year's party, and it's a onesie theme. And um, I took it upon my... I said, "Ah, I need to get a onesie. What am I going to get? I don't know. This is just, you know, it's out of the box for me. And I was looking around my room and staring back at me. She got a Daryl one. Was Daryl. Oh, I was right? Yes. Oh, I'm such a good friend. I found one that is in the likeness of Daryl. Daryl Takahashi. And uh, I'm going to bring Daryl with me. I'm going to wear my Ingovernables hat. Um, I'm pretty excited to own this onesie and wear it for the one time that I will be wearing it. Dude, no, you'll end up keeping it. I really want a Spyro onesie. I have seen that's that like one my video game. when I was looking around. Um, yeah. A Kigarumi, as they call them. Um I was going to, oh shit, I was going to say something. I can't wait to give you a gift. I went to, Vinta, when I went with my brother shopping over the weekend, we went to a hobby store in Gilroy uh-huh. that sells tons of hobby equipment. And it's a lot of weird hobbies where it's like the, the kits and stuff are like old. Oh. Like old Star Trek kits to put together things. And it's like really vintage shit. And you go in and along the wall is just like glass cases. Kind of like when you go into an antique store and it's where they keep the jewelry and stuff. Uh-huh. But they have tons of antique cases and there's just action figures and stuff in there. And along the wall, they have tons of action figures and weird, like, like old toys and stuff. And I was like, oh, my mom is not allowed in here. <laughs> it's everything's creepy. And I was going in there and we were just walking around and they have a whole center section is all comic books. And then they have like racks that are just like hanging like old. And then none of these boxes have been opened. Oh, wow. So they're all like brand new boxes and they'll have like Lord of the Rings action figures and whatnot. And then cases that'll just be like one whole case is just Pokemon stuff. And one whole case is just Dragon Ball Z. And one whole case is just like really retro Sailor Moon things. Uh-huh. And um, I was walking past one of the tables and I just saw a sliver, just a sliver. Um, my brother and I were on our way out to leave and I went, wait. 
and I, I literally comedically took a step forward and then exaggerated step back and then like backed up and went this poster's of Chris Jericho and I took it out and I unrolled it and I almost I swear to God screamed <laughs> it's like old Chris Jericho yeah it is very old and I was like I need this and it was I guess on a sale table it was four dollars nice and it was completely untouched and I was wow. like uh Sam we're staying and I'm looking around more and he was like, are you serious? And I was like, no, you're not going to regret this. We're looking around more. And they had to, because my brother was shopping for something because he was going to a gift exchange where the gift exchange was had to be like old, like either ripoffs of some of uh, another product uh-huh. or just like cheap products. And he ended up getting a Pokeball with a Charizard card in it. Huh. Like one of the big ones that he had when he was a kid and it was still in the box. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was just like, and all the prices were like insanely good. But I got that poster and then I got something for you that I saw and I went, ooh. I need this. The price is good. It is new in the box still, and I need it for John. And you were like, why? (laughs) But I'm excited for you to open it because it's pretty fucking funny. Perfect. So let us uh, unbox Monday Night Raw. Nailed it with a segue. (laughs) Um, We watched the Hulu version, so, I mean, just bear with us. Uh, We opened the show with John Cena, and he comes out. It's a very Cena Christmas. And... Actually, I mean, first of all, let's just say, fuck you, Chicago wrestling fans. Oh, for sure. Actually, let me quickly take that back and say, fuck you to people that chant CM Punk's name in Chicago. There we go. I I take back my previous crazy statement. I love you, Courtney. But a lot of you are pieces (laughs) of shit, and she will admit that. Um... It was a John Cena Christmas. Yes. I was happy to see the John Cena. Yes, I was too. And he was happy the to be there. The one and only John Cena. He, I actually saw him. It was yeah, great. He was there. And um, he's talking about stuff and things. And uh, out comes old Elias. Has Elias ever had a segment or interaction with John Cena before? No. Because I really wanted John Cena to be like, Damien Sandow? <laughs> Or something. Uh, or the you Macho know he Man. Would. Yes. <laughs> um, and my favorite part, Elias was great throughout this entire segment, I thought. Uh, he was fantastic. When he says WWE stands for Walk with Elias, I lost my mind. You know that's a shirt. That's a shirt. It's happening. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, my favorite part was when he said he was going to sing, and then they brought the lights out, and John Cena stepped back into the circle. Yes. He, like, snuck back in, and he made a five-star John Pingle whelp face. <laughs> um, I actually took a picture of it. I will send it to you later. Yes, but it is please. it is top-notch John Pingle material. Um, CM Punk chants, and Elias says, uh, I've been interrupted a lot, but I'm pretty sure CM Punk's not going to come out here and interrupt me. And I went... Which is comforting thought. Oh, it was great. I was like, thank you, Elias. You're the best. Um, I, I love that... John Cena was legitimately trying not to laugh this entire time. Yes. I love that he, he called him a jerk. You're a freaking oh jerk, God. Elias. You are a jerk, sir. And he was trying not to laugh. Like, you yeah. are being a jerk. Yes. Like, it was ludicrous. But um, Elias <laughs> reminds me just his lyrics of that. And him just his his justification for his lyrics was like, oh, my God, he's an Internet troll. He's an Internet yeah. meninist troll. <laughs> Says something douchey. And then his explanation is, but I speak the truth. Yes. Fuck you. So John Cena says, hey, it's Christmas. Why don't you change these lyrics around? So he does. 
And then John, he's like, take it away, John. And John Cena starts singing. And Elias knocks him the fuck out with a right hand. John Cena sold that like a pro. It was great. Dude. My And then it turned into a match between Cena and Elias. Yes. And my favorite part was Corey almost letting it slip by saying, Elias is beating the crap out of Cena convincingly. <laughs> Implying that wrestling is not real. Oh, Corey. <laughs> oh, Corey. Um, I mean, match was fine. John Cena, you know, he wins and stuff. Does some winning. Uh, J- a very game Jason Jordan and his dad and his Seth Rollins in a backstage segment. Um, Jason Jordan says, but dad, I want to fight Samoa Joe. And Seth Rollins says... But Jason Jordan's dad, I want to fight Samoa Joe. And he says, now children, kind of. (laughs) In that tone. Yeah, he says, the both of you are going to be a tag team tonight. And they're like, what? And he says, yeah, you're going to be taking on the bar. And they're like, huh? And they go for the tag team titles. And they're like, okay, sure, fine. No, well, what happened was um, Seth or Jason Jordan was like. This picture is great, I thought I thought that we i know he was like i thought that we had i he's like i just got out of a tag team and i thought that the thing was for me to come over here and establish myself yes. and be a singles wrestler <laughs> and blah, blah 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 and seth was like in his face was just fuck you yes. he was implying that being a tag team wrestler is not as good as being a singles wrestler yes and he was like moving backwards because he said it would be moving backwards yeah he's like moving backwards and he straight up he was like you ignorant son of a bitch <laughs> No, he's all, he called him an arrogant son of a bitch. Yeah. And I was like, you tell him, Setherson. Setherson with the uh, the verbal beatdown. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Jason. There's nothing wrong with tag teams. I actually like tag teams more. Like There you go. CCK. But I don't, what I don't understand is pointlessly handing out title matches that don't really add or take away from the plot, really. Like, I'm, it doesn't take away from the plot. It could have just been a match without the tag team title things and it still would have done the same thing. Like, And I don't disagree with you, but I feel like where they were going with Seth wants revenge because of the bar taking the tag team titles from them and then also in their part in injuring Dean Ambrose last week. Even though technically that was Seth's fault. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> I don't. I just thought it was a little bit unfair to shame Zaro. Oh, I I don't disagree. I'm not really one for a makeshift tag team winning the tag team titles. But the, um, it was only okay when Seth and Dean did it that one time. I mean, but they weren't even real. They're not a. They were never even them coming back together is not a makeshift team because they you know they were in the Shield, so it makes sense. Yeah, they were part <laughs> of a team. Yeah. So. They both are like, all right, I guess this is fine. And then uh, the big dog, the greatest wrestler of all time, uh, the retirer of The Undertaker, the intercontinental champion, Roman Reigns, appears in all of his glory. And Kurt Angle says, you get Samoa Joe tonight, but you got to defend that title. And he goes, yep, this is my yard. Believe that. Bye. I don't think he said anything. You're right. He didn't say a word. Um he was just like Merry Christmas, and it seemed like a really shady interaction. Yeah, the it way, did. The way didn't Kurt it? Hang, handled yes. it? Yes, it seemed very like, yeah, go take care of this guy for me. He's like, all right, cool. Or I just told them they can't have Samoa Joe, but now you secretly can. 
because <laughs> we had a we had a previous talk about this that nobody was aware therefore yes <laughs> let's uh, oh my goodness sorry listeners we are wow. sleepy oh wow i apologize Even muda. we had uh boeing <laughs> boeing curtis axel merry mismas everyone that's how we should have opened the show i almost stopped watching after that because nothing tops it <laughs> um they sing a song to Mickey, Sasha, and Bailey, and I feel like you and I wrote that song and got ripped out of the credits. Yeah, I feel I feel like that is correct. Because we add Miz in everything because all hail. All hail the Miz. Um, yeah, they sing a little song for them, and they kind of leave, and then we have a six-man, or six-women's, or six-person. It's 2017, John. Get with it. Tag team match. It's barely. It's going to be 2018, yes, and you still haven't gotten with 2017. <laughs> uh, Jesus, Sasha Banks, You're given Bailey. 365 days, John. What have you been doing? I, nothing. I don't know. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Mickey James versus Absolution. Marianne, thoughts on this? Um, it was a match. I think. Well, obviously, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville carried that match. Paige was barely in it. Yeah, she won the match, but I. That clothesline by Sonya Deville, fucking Hell amazing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Good um, stuff. Mandy Rose is fantastic. And when I say fantastic, I mean she's fan- fantastic from where she comes from. She has a lot okay. of promise, and I could tell that she just gets it. And she has this aspect about her, like they call her Wonder Woman sometimes. And she does have very Wonder Woman qualities where she's like super strong, but she doesn't have the super strong look like Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is like, I'm super strong and you can totally tell I am physically. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she she looks strong, but she doesn't like, but she has it like, I don't know, there's just something about her that I really like and I could tell that she like gets it if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Like from her background and where she came from. Right. Like she really understands it. She knows how to sell things properly for people. She knows how to deliver moves and the moves that she delivers well, she delivers very well. So I'm excited to see what she holds like for later when she's I, I feel like she wasn't doing anything in NXT and she's somebody that would really prosper from being on the main roster despite people not thinking that she has the skills to be on the main roster. I think that that would be the place for her because it would be better for her to grow instead of be kind of in the background on NXT. I hear you. Know you. What I, mean? I hear you loud and clear. I mean, Braun Strowman didn't really do a lot in NXT and then they brought him up and he learned on the road and look at him now. Yeah, I think she's just I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Uh we had we had a rare appearance of Heath Slater. Dude. Um and apparently uh we in a little backstage pre-recorded segment we find out that Last week, Kurt Angle told Heath and Rhino that they needed to, uh, what is it, shape up or ship out. And Rhino was like, no, we just need to tough, toughen up Heath. That's what it's all about. So that's why you're going to have a match with Dad Kane tonight. And we all know what we don't watch here is Dad Kane matches. Yeah, it was like, it's Christmas. He's got kids. And I'm assuming Dad Kane has kids. Otherwise, that's just the title. Somebody had a... A sign in the crowd that said, I, I think it was this night, that said, shouldn't you be doing mayor stuff? That's fucking hilarious. And I went, oh my god, that is amazing. That's so funny. Uh, oh my god. Kane won, <laughs> and then he did some stuff. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt is saying some stuff about Woken Matt Hardy. I'm not sure what he's saying, but he's saying some stuff. Saying the same stuff that he always says, but with the words kind of rearranged. Fuck Bray Wyatt. 
Anyways. <laughs> well, hold on. But here's here's something we haven't actually heard from in a while or gotten from Bray Wyatt in a while is the blowing out of the lantern. I'm telling you, it needs to be one of those trick candles. That would be really funny. So he comes out and, um, you know, he's doing his typical entrance and the lights come back on and Woken Matt Hardy is in the ring and he starts beating him up. And then, um, you know, we get delete chance. And then probably it's funny because I read somewhere online that someone was like, that was probably one of the best in-ring promos Matt Hardy's ever given. And I went, oh, cool. I can't wait to watch this. Then I realized I got worked. Because it was sarcasm. Yes. Dude, he sounded like Ace Ventura, like trying to communicate with animals, like in When Nature Calls. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just making like mating noises. I don't know. That's all I pictured, but... It was like it was ridiculous. Wild and woken, Matt Hardy. I will. T- it was fucking ridiculous. He sounded insane. Do you know what was also great about that is how confused Bray Wyatt looked. I know, which is great because that is what we're going for in this angle. Is oh Bray Wyatt, you know, he says some stuff and everyone is all scared of him. And but you bring in woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt is just looking at him like what? Because he's so unbelievably unpredictable. Yes. Uh, we then have, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't have anything else. Holy moly. Samoa Joe taking on Roman Reigns. This match was fucking great. I really enjoyed this match a lot. Out the gate, just hard hitting. Um, I loved the ref. We, we teased the ref trying to back Samoa Joe, um, out of the corner at one point. And then as soon as he got away from him. He went back into the corner and I felt like the DQ was an acceptable DQ for right. You know, where we are in this feud right now. Yes. Um, I have a Corey Graves quote of the week. I would love to hear it. It was (laughs) when Booker, (laughs) he said, Booker, what the hell is a Southpaw right hand jab? A Southpaw is a lefty. <laughs> oh, I have. Where is this note? Okay, we're gonna we'll talk a little bit more. Booker was like, "Look at that southpaw right hand jab," and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? A southpaw is a lefty. That's why it's called a southpaw." Yes. Ay, ay, ay. Um, <laughs> I thought this match was very good. I was very happy with it, and I sincerely hope they let these two beat the shit out of each other some more in the future. Um, Big Dog just. After the bell, just attacking Samoa Joe with stairs. Those were hard stair shots, too. Yeah. Jeezy crazy. We had a back... I know. Go ahead. There was the sign that said Coquina Clutch in the background, and I was like, dude, if you read that slow, it like you. Could, I just want to do a Say What You See poster that just is some Coke in a clutch, and it's Coke in a clutch. <laughs> a, like a clutch bag. That would be so... Yeah, like, a, like an evening bag, like ah. a clutch with no... It's like no straps. Perfect. Which is what a clutch is. I could never use one because I would set it down and lose it. But Coke and a clutch. <laughs> There's just bags being left everywhere. Coke and a clutch. Get it? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, we had a backstage segment with Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. How will these two ever get along? Um, and Dude. Seth basically says, you'll never, any way you try. My heart exploded. Yeah. You'll never be it as was- good as my Dean. <laughs> basically no like what happened was jason was like 
I'm good and all these other things. And he said, I make a pretty, he's like, you have to admit, I make a pretty good replacement for Dean Ambrose. And everybody, you can hear the collective gasp of people going, oh. And he said, let me make something very clear. As good as you think you are, you will never be Dean Ambrose. And he said. And my heart blew up. And Jason Jordan said, you're right. I'll be better and walked away. And I went, damn, my God. That wasn't even a good comeback, but man, was it a comeback? Yes, it was. I mean, I thought Don't it was pretty good. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, I've been here for years. Um, <laughs> well, we had the Miz-Tourage in the ring, and they're going to have a secret Santa match, and good old Braun Strowman comes out and just... Good old elf on a shelf. The elf, the best elf on a shelf. Uh, he just kills them, basically. <laughs> And then we had uh we we had Mary Mismus, but um we also had Mary Blissmus. You just made the list. Alexa Bliss comes out and she's saying some stuff and also some things. She goes to the clip of the announcement for the Royal Rumble match for the women's Royal Rumble match, and she says, "I'll be waiting for anybody who you know wins that match." Uh, enter Oscar, who cuts a pretty decent promo. I thought, you know, I love how she jams so hard to her own music. Yeah, she loves it. I mean, it's great. That music is great. I love it. Um, But she says nobody is ready for Asuka and then kicks Alexa Bliss in the face. And I'm very sad, but also whatever. Main event time. Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins taking on the team of Cesaro. You just made the list. And Sheamus, collectively known as the Bar, collectively also known as the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, I have three notes here. My first note is, I love Corey Graves explaining how wrestling works to Booker T. I just, Corey Graves is, oh my god. It is, I don't understand, are they telling Booker T to purposely pretend He's like stupid he, as hell yes like he doesn't know how wrestling works it's i i think he kept saying like jason jordan needs to get in there and save seth rollins he, he needs to do whatever it takes completely he will completely contradict what he's saying. And Corey Graves is like, Booker T, Booker, if he gets in there and he's in the match when he's not supposed to be, they're going to get disqualified. And I'm like, how does Booker T not know how tag team wrestling works? He's like a 10-time tag team champion. He, I don't I understand it. He, his, his thought process, it doesn't come out right in his mouth. Yeah. And then, like, it just something happens. Like, he contradicts so many things that he says. It must be frustrating to be Booker T. <laughs> um, this match To is... ask for water when you want milk. Yes. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> this match was great. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed the tag team work of the bar. My goodness. Just remember where they came from. Uh, and now remember they're... Remember when we hated Sheamus and now Sheamus is funny as fuck? I, lo- I love this tag team. I love the bar. I hope they're together for a decent amount of time. I think they work together very well. They come up with creative moves. I enjoyed the use of um, the five count in this as in if my partner's in trouble, I'm just going to come in and punch the dude in the face and leave. They took advantage of that being allowed. Yes, and that was a good story to eventually get to the finish of this match, but I do want to mention the uh, the bar doing a 3D but into a European uppercut. 
You haven't seen them do that before? No, I, I don't think I've ever seen them do that before. Really? But apparently they have, according to how you reacted to what I just said. No, I totally think I've seen that before. But how great was Jason Jordan with the hot tag? Man, what a throwback. Dude, and we're recording on Thursday. Indeed, what a throwback. Jason Jordan, always a good hot tag guy. I, I was like, oh. And when he was just picking up, it was Seamus, right? He just kept picking him up and drive him into both corners. I kind and people of, cheered when he got the hot tag, and I was like, yeah. whoa. And, man, he – they just need to let him suplex everybody that moves. And, man, I like I said, don't like character Jason Jordan. Love Jason Jordan, the wrestler. Um, and as we said, both teams taking advantage of the five count uh, or just, you know, coming into the ring and being told to leave immediately. And <laughs> Jason Jordan hits – it's Sheamus. He hits Sheamus with his finish and gets the one, two, three. And we have new Raw Tag Team Champions and Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. But he's not going to fully appreciate it. No, I mean, we'll we'll see what's the 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 post match was Seth Rollins being like, all right, kid, you're not so bad. And Jason Jordan raising Seth Rollins hand, not like, you know, like, yeah, I want these by. I feel like it was like when your parents give you a present that wasn't what you wanted, but they tried their best and it was like the second best. <laughs> the second, you know what I mean? The second best. So it's like, you didn't get me the Lego set I wanted, but they gave you like a knockoff Lego set. <laughs> or like, I don't know how to explain it, where it's like you the thing that you wanted, you didn't get, but they tried their best and gave you something that you didn't really want, but you ended up being grateful for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. But yeah, but it's with the tag team titles instead of going to fight and ultimately die by the hands of Samoa Joe. Yes, which um, I guess is is better than, than I, it was. I saved you from death with this this Lego set of tag team titles. <laughs> so let, we're going to be real with you guys. We didn't finish watching SmackDown Live. Um, I did watch more SmackDown than John. Though. You did indeed watch more SmackDown than I did. And um, apologies we're going to talk about some stuff at the end of the year when we talk about our year end stuff. We're going to make some, I think, some New Year's resolutions here. <laughs> um, but I will say that what I did see of SmackDown, which was just the opening segment and the opening match, was glorious, as Bobby Roode would say. Uh, D. Bryan the house. No, it's Daniel. Daniel Bryan. I can, it, every time I say it, I feel like I have a cold. Daniel yeah, I know, Bryan. but I do, I do have a cold, so I will call him Daniel Bryan. Da- Daniel Bryan is in the house, and he <laughs> says, uh, well, I'm sorry, before even that happens, we get an immediate Rusev chant. Rusev is just over, over as, as fuck. fuck. And um, he announces that since Dolph Ziggler decided to uh, lay down the United States Championship... And and leave leave that we are going to have a tournament to determine the new the new number one or I'm not the number one contender the new champion the new United States champion so he effectively quit I guess is what's happening what a way to leave is that it for him banter huh that's not it for that's this is all he's well that's the way the way Daniel Bryan worded it. It did seem like that, yeah. but it's funny that it's like, guess what, big banter? We're taking away your title and giving it to Ziggles before he leaves, and then afterwards, we're not giving it back to you. Okay, bye. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Chicago hates big banter. Yes, they As do. they should. Did you get that far? You got that far? Yeah. Oh, all right, then. 
Um, I'm like, I, I'll, I'll tell you when I stopped watching. Okay. Um, do you want to? Um, do you want me to go over the the brackets here? That's not what I wanted to click. What is happening here? Um, but ba- basically, though, like he started to announce it, and the first one is oh, Bobby Roode well, well, versus let... Baron Corbin. I have the brackets right here. So I just wish I got to the point where I could figure out why Xavier Woods is on it. Yes. So what we have here is the brackets, and two of these matches have already been decided. So um, Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin, uh, Zack Ryder and Mojo Rowley, Jinder Mahal versus Ty How Dillinger. How dare you? Oh, God. Ah, come on. <laughs> you just made the list. That's right. Jinder Mahal is now on the list. No, Zack Ryder, no. And, <laughs> Zack Ryder and Mojo Rowley. You just made the list. Jinder Mahal. And it's so funny because I made it a point to go back into the house to get the adapter that I could plug in to my mixer so I could play that sound effect. And the second time I needed to use it, I forgot about it. So, okay, side note real fast. I forgot to mention this. My mom having that weird tiny cabinet with all her weird tiny creepy things in it. Of course she has mini Santa hats. Yes. Knowing she has mini Santa hats, I went, I have a mini Mojo Rally. I'm going to put a mini Santa hat on my Mojo Rally. And I did. And I took a picture of it and I messaged it to him. And I was like, Dean, I got you a tiny hat. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, my God, I love it so much. So, uh, Jinder Mahal versus Ty Dillinger and Xavier Woods versus Aiden English in the U.S. title tournament brackets. Very interesting. Um, but Daniel is interrupted by, and this is actually my very favorite name for this tag team. Uh, American Beta is here. Who made that up? I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. Hats off to that person. I love it. American Beta. And which is the team of Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. They come out and they go, that's great, but uh, what's going on with the tag team The tag team scene here? Because we we pinned the champions. We never got our fair one-on-one championship match. What's going on? And they are interrupted by Aiden English and Rusev, the most overman in Chicago. And they are interrupted by the New Day, and that's when they call... Shelton Benjamin, old Jason Jordan. Dude, Kofi with them pancakes like they were Frisbees. Oh, my God. And uh, Daniel Bryan doing the dance with them. Oh, my God. My favorite, And my favorite part of this was when Rusev was like, stop, do it. no one wants to see your dance. And he goes, Daniel, what are you going to do about this? Or do you have to ask your mommy, Shane McMahon? <laughs> Which is so brilliantly insulting. <laughs> you have to ask your mommy, Shane McMahon. Um, so we have Rusev Day versus the New Day versus American Beta to determine who will face the Usos. Usos on commentary. And man, let me tell you, Marianne, we've been watching Hulu for a very a decent amount of time here. And this is the first time I have been very disappointed with the Hulu cut for SmackDown. Yeah, I was we missed... with the one on Raw because they fucking cut out the intro for Shame Zaro. We missed. This match was apparently um, amazing. Everyone was talking about how great this match was, and I went, oh boy, I can't wait to watch it. And we got, it was cut. They butchered it. They butchered it real bad. Fuck. 
I thought that they left it in. No, for they, SmackDown. They faded in and faded out a couple of times, and it just was no good. And I, it was like they they would show you flashbacks of what happened, and I'm like, we didn't even see this. And they they're not saying like back from break or anything. But you know what? This is this is uh, the bed we made. So I guess we're gonna lay in this heavily edited match. Uh, I believe American Beta wins. Yes. Yes. Pull out the victory again. I'm really enjoying them as a tag team. Um, I mean, Xavier Woods, God, he's so good. Very, I think um, when we get to the end of the end here, we'll talk about Xavier Woods a little bit. Um, I still don't know why he's in the singles run with Aiden English. I don't know either. I wish we had finished watching. But um, basically after that match, it's uh, Daniel Bryan in the back and... um, his mommy Shane McMahon comes in His and we have mommy. a a a logic with the dad's conversation where he's questioning Daniel Bryan's decisions and Daniel's giving him like legitimate reasons and he's like okay I disagree but I understand why you did it and this and this and this and he yeah. basically was like as shitty as my dad is he did build this company brick for brick yeah and it should be respected anyways you know and he was like but he does make a lot of sh- terrible decisions and uh daniel bryan was like i was seeing you about to make those terrible decisions and that's why i said what i said you know um after that was uh it was a flashback or to something that happened on facebook the wwe facebook page where the ascension for christmas gave brazongo a rematch against the bludgeon brothers yes it's funny because they were like we got you a christmas present and tyler breeze goes cool will you leave us alone (laughs) He says, and right after he says, cool, you leave us alone, Fandango goes, is it sexy astronaut suits? Oh, my God. And the Tyler Breeze, ooh, I hope it's that. But basically what they got them was a rematch with the Bludgeon Brothers. And um, did you see Ben Kissel's tweet about the Bludgeon Brothers? No, I didn't. Ben Kissel tweeted that he and Marcus Parks were are effectively known as the Bludgeon Brothers from now on. <laughs> yes. Ben Kissel and Marcus Parks being uh, two of the hosts of last podcast on the left. Yeah. Um, they get the sh- well. Basically, it comes out and Fandango and Tyler Breeze get like. <laughs> well, afterwards, after they leave, he goes, "I really wanted those sexy astronaut suits." <laughs> Every time I look at Fandango and I realize that he's covered in tattoos, I'm like, they're like. I'm. I get this distinct feeling that I would get along really well with him in real life. Yeah. Because he just seems like he would be so random and weird, but also like really cool. Somebody, somebody that I could be like, okay, you're going too far, keeping you in check, but I also respect how fucking hilarious you are. But anyways, <laughs> um, they're getting the shit kicked out of them, and then the ascension comes in for the save. Um, and I love the storyline work, the character work with the ascension, like what they're doing with the ascension. Um. Because they're making use of them without really making use of them, if that makes sense. Right. But there's a backstage interview afterwards where they're talking, where she, they were like, our best friends, Brazongo, are not in the best state to be having this interview, so we'll speak for them. And they were like, uh, they basically said that now, like, because of what happened, it was so unfair. They want another rematch against the Bludgeon Brothers next week. And Tyler Breeze's face is like, fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So after that was Naomi versus um, Ruby Riot, uh, to which I was kind of zoning in and out with paying attention. This was the last thing I did watch. Um, 
Ruby does win, and then everyone Ruby does win with so so nefarious means between Sarah Logan and um, Liv Morgan. Uh-huh. And then the rest of the uh, women's locker room kind of comes out, and they're standing along the side, and they're facing the riot squad. And the riot squad goes to like leave, and then Tamina's like, "Oh no, fuck no!" And then does like leads the charge, and they all beat them up. And that's the last thing I watched. And I was hoping to see Mojo, but I didn't see any Mojo. He was not uh, Mojo Rowley. You just made the list. Was not on. I gotta make up for it, of course. Uh, was not on the the show. So, and I checked, and there is no um, there's no mention of how or why Xavier Woods and Aiden English are in the tournament. So that's so fucking bizarre. Yeah. If anybody, if anybody knows any listeners know, can you please tell us? Because this is going to keep me awake. I honestly think it was just, here's the brackets and that's it. I mean, that's so weird. Yeah, I know. Ah, I don't know, but who do you think is going to win the Zack Ryder Mojo rally one? Please tell me Mojo rally. Oh, Mojo is definitely winning. You just made the list. I honestly I would mm, I wouldn't be surprised if he won, honestly. I would cry. I know. I and you would have to videotape it and then I can send it to him and he can laugh at me. Oh jeez. What do you want to do? Because he legitimately finds that hilarious. Let's do uh let's do questions first. Should yes. we do that? Yeah, so that's the last thing we watched on SmackDown. Um I would also like to point out that uh we didn't watch NXT. But I do know for a fact that we the did whole think shebang, about it, though, and that should count. Yes, it does count. Uh, the whole shebang is the number one contender for the NXT championship. And I'm very happy. Johnny Gargano. In case y'all forgot. In case in case you forgot. So let's get to the questions from Facebook here. Um, Christine asks, what is your best by Felicia moment by Felicia uh, of the year? She thinks that hers is uh Ava Marie finally getting released. Um, what is my the best by Felicia moment of the year? I think you know what that's probably for me. I think that's probably probably the best one. Do do you can you think of anything else that would be? Um, I feel like there's probably a scan. Well, in the WWE, probably a scandal. No, I think that would be the biggest one. Uh, JBL might be the biggest by Felicia yes, moment. I knew that there was one that was like scandal related. That one, uh, for me is a pretty good by Felicia. I um, think that one's mine. Though we'll never get to hear him say glow fire ever again. Which... I wanted to hear him say Naglomi. <laughs> he probably couldn't even pronounce it correctly, but <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say that's probably, uh, probably my, my by Felicia moment of the year. Uh, Wendell asks... Uh, he uh, question posted or posed last year will be used for this year. And Wendell, this is a sh- question you should just ask every year. Uh, if I were to buy a T-shirt of an up and coming wrestler slash p- sports entertainer slash superstar that you believe is going to have a standout 2018 and uh poised for much more success, who would he, she, they be? And do you believe uh they? they'll have longevity in their professional career. Marianne. Do I even have to answer this question? Yeah. Are you just going to say Mojo? Is that what you're saying? I'm just going to say Mojo because I legitimately would have answered him regardless. Um, I would have answered him regardless. All right. Do you want to elaborate? Honestly, like ever since Zack Ryder, like he had his like singles career 
he was really like he wasn't like kind of stalling not really going anywhere but he really had time to establish a character right and kind of come into his own without leaning on the personality of somebody else that's paired with you as much personality as Zack Ryder has mm-hmm. just not very much and he improved himself like leaps and bounds and he kind of came he kind of just he came into his own kind of thing he improved a lot wrestling wise he does some of the best like in corner punches like they're believable like mm-hmm. he does some of the best and i hate those moves usually because you but they're convincing right and i think ever like I knew he had it in him to have beastly promos, but I think a lot of people are super surprised with this. And especially with the whole like Zack Ryder thing, I don't know where they're going to go with it after they fizzle it out or whatnot. It might just come to a dead end. But I feel like with his personality and his attitude towards the company and his love for his job, and it really shows how much he loves it. Yeah. And how he doesn't let people get him down. Regardless of how many people talk shit about him, he doesn't let it get him down. I feel like his positive personality will lead him many places because he's very likable. Like, in real life, he's very likable. And so I could could just see that alone getting him far. There you go. Now, for me... I don't know. And I just just adore him. (laughs) That is fine. Spoiler alert, he's so nice. (laughs) For me, this is is hard because I feel like I have fallen off this year with my wrestling watching which makes me I feel sad. like there isn't a lot of people that need that that aren't in tag teams that you can remember that would have a breakout year I like mean, I can only think of Mojo Rally mostly because like I don't know I feel like everyone on Raw is kind of already established and if they're not established then they're in a tag team Yeah um, Does that make sense? Yes it does um I was and I asked who who mine was last year and i said was it jonathan gresham and he said no mine last year was um it was uh matt riddle which um he said oh, we're talking we're talking overall no this is like somebody who you think is gonna have a standout 2018 who's like an up-and-comer oh i i thought that it was just wwe wise that's why i said mojo oh well no just in general Oh, in general, I don't know. I can't. Oh, I mean, God. Donovan Dijak. That's who I was going to say. Uh, Donnie, Donnie Dijak. Uh, be on the lookout. I'm sure we all, most of us or know. Or Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan could have a pretty good year, but I feel like because he might. Because he's, he's getting real over with the fans. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Um, I was looking at my, my sheets here just to kind of see who's kind of around. I, I mean,. Anthony Henry is someone that I really like. I didn't watch as many matches of his as I would like to, um, but he's somebody that I think you should look out for. Um, I think somehow, and I don't know how, I think uh, Alistair Black's going to have a bigger 2018 than he did 2017. It was already huge. Um, And I'm trying to think of who else. I think Jimmy Jacobs going back on the indies is going to be fire. Yeah. That's going to be good. And I mean, you know what? Just buy a Keith Lee shirt. I think Keith Lee is going to have a great 2018 as well. And he's a super nice I think nice Keith Lee's just going to have a great life in general. Yes. He's such a nice guy. So there you go. I think I think CCK is going to have a great year. Oh, yeah. They will. Because they were like started to be like on major fire. Like they finally came to progress. And people have been asking like when is it going to come to progress? Because they were just on a few other promotions. But I think they're with the steam that they've gotten being there, yeah. they're going to go pretty far. So he also asked, since he said Matt Riddle was your 
call for having a breakout 2017. Did he live up to that expectation or did someone become more of a standout this year? Uh, I will tell you right now, as I said, I feel like I fell off a lot in my um, watching of the programs this year. I watched, or excuse me, I ranked 21 Matt Riddle matches, and he is number five on my list. I think he lived up to his expectations. If I had watched more Matt Riddle matches, I can almost guarantee to you that he would be in the number two spot or possibly the number one spot, but it's kind of hard. We'll get to that. Who um, did I pick? For last year, I do not know. Yeah. He, he did not I honest to God feel like I picked Pete Dunn. Maybe. I mean, Pete because Dunn did have coming a great to, year Coming well. to PWG, because he did that in 2016, uh-huh. coming to PWG is like a huge step in people's career, even though having it just be like one promotion. But PWG is like promotion where it's like wrestlers like really want to work there. Yeah. And I feel like I, I, pro- I feel like I said Pete Dunn, in which case, yeah, he fucking lived up to those expectations. Yes. Jesus Christ. Um, Calvin asks us a series of top 10 um questions and what i can do for you calvin is the first one is top 10 most underrated wrestlers of the year i don't know if i could give you them in an order but i will tell you um right now i feel like oh boy who do you think's underrated marianne i can tell you right now uh xavier woods is very underrated and doesn't he's been working a lot more and i feel like he is very underappreciated and underrated um other than that i don't know are we talking across the board or just in the Ac- wwe just do across the board i will also say i think elias is underrated i, I know was he thinking gets, that one i know he gets a lot of screen time but i think he's a very solid worker and he wouldn't be up in the bigs if he you know was not um you got anybody um i feel like donovan dijak Okay. was kind of underrated like kind of, he's like a sleeper talent like yeah. we knew like he like when you did see him you're like oh that guy's fucking going places um but seeing him in freaking oh my god seeing him in bola he had the best like to answer the question later best match of the year it was it was donovan dijack and keith lee mm-hmm. like 100 percent um i think um who else is it that's got like really underrated i could see like when you said top 10 i was like oh i could do maybe top five and even yeah. then i would struggle um xavier woods definitely is on that list uh alexander uh, wolf is on that list for me oh yeah that's a good one um i feel like ty uh, dillinger i would say is also underrated i feel um um let me see i'm trying to think of there was maybe a women's wrestler that was on there yeah you mentioned um you well, Mandy me, Rose is Mandy most Rose. improved. Yes. Oh, Mandy Rose is your most um, improved. Okay. For this year, definitely uh, underrated or somebody like most in like not. She wasn't really underrated because she won at WrestleMania. Would be like Naomi is pretty underrated. Okay. Um, she could still be underrated. I feel like she she is a little underrated. Yeah. Oh God, I can't really think of any. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I wish I had thought of this ahead of time. That's why I was like, and I had all, because you told me before we recorded, oh, we're going to do this and this and this, but I like stupidly was not thinking as I was going through. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. And I'm going to think of all of them afterwards. Um, <laughs> all right. He's got top 10 tag teams for the year. Um, CCK. CCK is your number one tag team of the year. 
Oh no no no! They're definitely on that list. You're okay. I don't so... think I could give. I don't think I could give you a definitive rating. I could just tell you who I definitely think would be on my list. All right, I can do that as well. The Usos would probably round out my list at number one. Um, I would also say, let's see here. Um, oh boy, you know why? Since they were a tag team, and no, you know what? I would say. Um, oh goodness, this is. So the Usos, well, the, the bar, obviously the Usos, the bar, I'd say the bar might be number two. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven are a great tag team. CCK is definitely in there. Um, I actually really like Sanity as a tag team. Um, let's see what else. Who else? I, I think mean, you and I are collectively kind of on the same page. Yeah. For those tag teams. Um, I think. Honestly, I mean, I could say I could say Chosen the Young Bros. Bucks. The Chosen Bros are great. I could say the Young Bucks, and I'll probably go with the Young Bucks. I mean, I saw them live a couple of times this year, and they were I very good. I feel like they would be on lists. Yeah, like they should always. just always be on lists. Um, always be on that. Yeah, I feel um, like Brizongo deserves some mention on there. Oh, if for just, sure. If not I just for being that, entertaining, but I was like, would I say that, and people would take that as me being like joking? But I'm not really joking because they had a breakout year. I think um, South Pacific Power Trip also very good. TK Cooper and Travis Banks. Um, oh my God, War Machine, the who are apparently WWE bound. So fuck yeah, good. good for them. Um, yeah, the revival. I also thought the revival did very well this for year. For a while, though, yeah, for a though, while they did. Yeah, we got a bunch um, of sadness and shoot. Injuries. I feel like we're missing like a really like a, an important one, and I'm I can't. Sure, we are, but I don't know. I don't know either. See, this is what happens when we like didn't think about it ahead of time or whatever. And... But I, yeah, I feel like my, I definitely would be CCK for sure on that list. I feel like you and I probably have the same list yeah um i'm trying to think of any good great tag teams that i saw when i was in pwg but i can only think of just the chosen bros mainly or ones that were just like donovan dijak and keith lee make a great tag team together Mm -hmm. um fucking god who else well and i i'm so biased to obviously say best friends because they work really well together and they went to japan so good for them um i feel like trent himself is pretty underrated as a wrestler going back to underrated there you go. That's a good underrated one. I feel like he's really underrated, Trent. Yeah. Like, sure. And also, I think a lot of people, and I know that I'm biased as hell, uh, Tim Donst is really underrated. Yeah. He flies under the radar a lot, and then people are like, oh, that match is fantastic. And I'm like, uh, doy, I don't have bad taste in men. Hello. Um, but yeah, like, I think, I think, yeah, you and I probably have the same list for uh, tag teams. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, he also asks, could Ziggler become the top heel for SmackDown Live now that Jinder's going mid-card for the U.S. title and he quote-unquote quit? Could he be a surprise Royal Rumble entrant and go all the way? Does he deserve it? Okay, let's see here. Could Ziggler, could Ziggles, excuse me. Yeah, I was going to say Ziggler, who's that? Could Ziggles <laughs> become the top heel on SmackDown Live? Yes, he could. Will he? I don't know. Um... Could he be a surprise Royal Rumble entrant? You know what? I feel like give Ziggles, yeah, give him give him this month off and have him come back as in the Royal Rumble. I think that's a good way. Do I think they'll put the the rocket on him and make him win the Royal Rumble? No. Do I think he deserves it? Not really. 
If I'm being brutally honest, no. Well, because you know how we feel about Ziggles. I, I'm, I mean, I like this Ziggles, the one that apparently doesn't really give a shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so yes, yes to Royal Rumble entrant, no to going all the way and winning, and no to deserving it. Uh, Roman is running with the IC title until the Miz gets back. All hail. All hail. Calvin, I love your confidence in The Miz. Um, Do they put the title on The Miz when he returns so Roman can shoot for the universal title? Or B, let The Miz get a universal title run to polish off his long career? Honestly, I don't think The Miz is going to be going anywhere. I think he'll be around for a while. Um, So is it A or B? I think it's, I think it should be C. The Miz is great. C. The Miz is great. Honestly, the more realistic one out of both of those is A. It's C. The Miz is great. Well, yes, A or C. Uh, okay. This this is a great question because I um I was like yes, and now that I'm reading it, he actually posed the other end of the question. Uh, do you let Oscar win the Women's Royal Rumble or just keep her undefeated streak strictly to singles matches? I would agree with the latter part of that. Um, I don't think Asuka's going to win the Royal Rumble. Who I, do you think? Um, it's going to be... I, I feel like it's going to be a feel-good story, and it's either going to be Bailey or it's going to be Sasha. That's just what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> or it's Alicia Fox. Or Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Oh, no. I'm... You just made the list! The new champion of new FIFA. Champion. I wrote, um, when I was doing my notes, I think I wrote Mojo, and I put, no, I put Brizongo, and I put a heart as the O on the end of Brizongo, and then I was like, oh, remember when I used to write Noam Dar in, like, all hearts? Yes. And then I went, I miss Noam Dar so much. He's adorable. So, Calvin also asked, uh, predictions for Wrestle Kingdom, which is next week. Oh, good lord, we record on that day, don't we? Oh, I'm going to be very tired that evening, Marianne. I'm just letting you know. Cool, because I'll get you Zubas that you can cuddle up in and watch Wrestle Kingdom with. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. Next week. Or you can watch it in your Daryl onesie. <laughs> I'm very excited. So he wants some uh, some predictions here. We have uh, Rapungi 3K defending their IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships against... The Young Bucks, uh, Young Bucks are winning this. Let's not get it twisted around here. Uh, there's a gauntlet match for the Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Championships. Um, well, I can tell you, man, I don't know. These titles are just there's a lot of them. They're just so ridiculous. And now that I'm looking at it, did 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 they lose the tag team titles? Oh my goodness. Okay, so apparently. Los Ingobernables isn't the uh, aren't the tag team champions anymore. Whatever, who cares? Uh, so I don't know. Uh, let's say um, I don't want Togi Makabe to win anything ever. So let's just hope it's um, not Togi Makabe. Not Togi Makabe. Thank you, Marianne. That's good. Uh, Kota Ibushi taking on Cody. Um, Let's uh let's get Kota a win here in the dome, huh? 
Uh, we have the IWGP Tag Team Championship match between the World Tag League Champions, which would be Sonata and Evil of Los Ingobernables de Hopon, uh, taking on Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. Let's give the LIJ some championships, shall we? To make the John the happies. Yes. Um, we have the never open weight championship. Oh, hair versus hair. Interesting. Chaos and Suzuki gun barred from ringside. Minoru Suzuki versus the dumb samurai. Hiroko. God damn it. I can't even get through it. Uh, so Goto versus Suzuki. Um, I don't know. Does I feel like Suzuki loses his championship and his hair. Uh-oh. Yeah. He ain't going to be happy about that. Um, I, I This match. lose his mind and become emo danced. <laughs> I'm very excited for this match. Uh, Marty Skrull taking on Will Ospreay and also taking on Kushida and also taking on Hiromu Takahashi uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Junior Heavyweight Championship. Um, let's put that belt on Takahashi, shall we? Is there a pattern of developing? Possibly. There's um, a pattern developing in how often you say, shall we? Yes. That uh, might be the title of the episode. Hiroshi Tanahashi defending the IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Jay White. Uh, Tanahashi's going to retain. I don't think Jay White, they put the belt on him right away. But New Japan, you never know. Uh, the big match. Oh, no DQ match for the United States IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Kenny Omega, the champion, taking on Chris Jericho. Yes, he did say that. You did hear that correctly. And also, they're both Canadian. Yeah. Um. I This match, I'm very sure Kenny Omega is going to win. Uh, Chris Jericho has been teasing a very interesting 2018. So who knows, to be honest with you. Chris Jericho is life goals. Yeah, I'm very, honestly. very happy about this. And then the main event of the evening, regardless of what some other people may say, is for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Kazuchika Okada taking on Tetsuya Naito. Um, holy shit, if Naito wins, I will turn into an Alex Mack puddle and float down a drain. It's okay, though, if you're in your onesie, you'll just turn into a puddle and fall to the bottom of your onesie. The feats of your onesie. Gross. Uh, I'm predicting that Destino happens, Destiny happens, and Tetsuya Naito, someone finally dethrones Kazuchika Okada, and uh, all will be right with the world. I really want to watch this with you. You can't. I'd be 4 a.m. I know. I'm, I'm... It's going to be an interesting couple of days for me because I remember last year I slept for, I want to say, two and a half hours and went to work. It was not good. That's so bad because it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Um, Kevin asks, favorite Uso promo? And uh, my answer is, yeah, all of them. Um, I feel like the initial Uso penitentiary one was very good. But I mean, they're just they've become great promo guys and I love it. I, th- I feel like if the Talking Smack, they were so great on Talking Smack. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, Holland asks, do either of you want to walk with Elias? And I would say, yeah, a jaunty stroll would be nice. As long as I don't have to walk back. I'll walk wherever he's going, but golf cart back and I guess I'll go. Fair. That's fair. So, Marianne, um, 
let's let's um I guess I'll go we'll go to some some year end stuff. Who's your who's your best wrestler of the year? Miz. The Miz is your best wrestler of the oh, year. Oh, best wrestler of the year. Miz is wrestler of the year. Yes. Miz. Fucking, it's just Miz. Miz is your um, wrestler of the year. Okay. Um, best wrestler of the year. Where do I have the Miz in my in my list here? Like thinking about seventeen. Look at that. I feel I feel like probably Pete Dunn. Okay. Very good. A very good pick. And or he's Miz. having a fucking great year. I have the Miz ranked. Where are you, Miz? Forty-two. No, I agree. Pete Dunn is is a very is a very good pick. Um, let's go with your most improved of the year, Mandy Rose. Yes, and you had, but uh, only in the past couple of weeks when you get to see her. That's fine. It's like she, she came in, she like debuted like like main roster, and it's like look at all I've learned that they did not really showcase that much in NXT. Yeah, I think she's in for a pretty good upcoming year i think mojo rally has improved leaps and bounds ever yeah, since there you go um wrestlemania like leaps and bounds like he's he's so promising and he's you very just young made the so. list. there you go and i know that i know that i'm so biased but i genuinely do think that he's improved so much and i'm so like legitimately proud of him good so uh yeah. your, your best tag team of the year the usos okay um what's your favorite promotion of the year and I will count Raw and SmackDown as separate promotions. PWG. PWG. Okay, that's a pretty good one. And uh, what about Best Angle of the Year? And not Ooh, Kurt, and not Kurt, not not Kurt Angle. Damn it! Or his son, Jason Jordan Angle. Jason Jordan Angle. There you go. I, I, there <laughs> I'm thinking of like Angle or just storyline. Like you can go with that. I think the like how long has the list of Jericho been going on? Um, list of Jericho was I'm very sure last year. Okay. Yeah, I'm very. Let me. See, I mean, I don't. Yeah. Uh, list 2016. So it's been happening for a while. Um, angle of the year. I don't fucking know, man. I think I think there's just so many people that have just like broken out into finding their own kind of thing that there isn't like I can't really think of like. I think that the draw out between Seth and Dean was great. Although I wish it went a little bit longer. That was really yeah. fascinating and I liked it. I think that Seamus and Cesaro, them being kind of put together randomly and then how that organic yeah. friendship kind of happened. That's another one I really like. Right. Think, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of things that made me go, I'm really interested and I really want to know what happens next week kind of thing. Like yes. storylines that kind of brought out in that way. But I think that probably Seth and Dean, I really like that a lot. So like them coming together. Yeah, just just the just the the healing of that relationship. Yes. Not necessarily just like them coming together as a tag team. It's just the the I I, I there's I can't think of another word except like the healing of that relationship. I think was one of the things that I'm just like we knew it was inevitably like inevitably going to happen, but like I think that was one of the things where I'm like. I told myself I wasn't going to get excited, but I had to. Right. So I think that definitely was one of them. Um, that... I really like everything Chris Jericho's done this year. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that's definitely mine. All right. That's all I have for best subs. So um, anything, well... anything The Miz did. Yes. <laughs> that's another one. So here is my top um, top 20. We'll just do my top 20. If somebody really wants my full list. I will I will give it to you. Imagine caring that much. 
Um, I will say, Dan, hello, Dan, how are you? He was making towns this Christmas. I don't know if you knew that. He asked me, hey, how your list work? And I said, that's a good question. So I borrowed this. Which Dan? Dan is a Yeti. Okay. What other Dan is there? Do we have another Dan? There is a Dan in the Snarky Mark group. Oh, I apologize. So whatever. He asked me how I come up with my my rankings, and it's a, a, a point system. I won't go over it now, but... Anything three th- that I deem three and a half stars and above gets a certain number of points, and then I enter it into a cool spreadsheet, and I don't have to do maths, which is great. So that's how I come up with my list, and I have to start a new one. Uh, my top 20, actually, where are you? Has it really shifted all that much since you said it last time? I don't know, but I have disqualified someone from my list. I feel like... I remember this. I was thinking about it, then I got the full story, and my 11th wrestler of the year has been disqualified. Who was it? Michael Elgin. Oh, yes. Uh, That's not to say that will take away points from anyone he had a five-star match with, Tetsuya Naito. But, um, yeah. So here's my 20. Uh, Neville is at 20. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi is at 19. Kota Ibushi is next. We have Walter, uh, Seth Rollins. Fred... How dare you? It's Volta. Volta. Uh, also, Neville's angle was good, too. Yes. Yes. Neville's angle was very good. The cha- the bow down to me champion and then losing the championship and looking like a just a piece of shit walking. He just looked like a fucking damaged individual. Uh, Fred Yehi, who... Comes in at 16 and was another person I didn't watch a lot of matches late in the year for, so makes you wonder. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Zack Sabre Jr., Travis Banks, uh, Takahashi, Trent Seven, AJ Styles, Mark Andrews, Kazuchika Okada, Roman Reigns, Matt Riddle at number five, Naito at number four, Tyler Bate at number three, Pete Dunne at number two, and... The cleaner, the leader of the Bullet Club, Kenny Omega at number one. So there's my wrestler of the year. What else do we got? Most improved of the year. That is a very good question. Most improved of the year. My goodness. I don't know if I have one off the top of my head. Um, It'd be fun to say collectively the most improved of the year has been the bar as a tag team. I think that's a fun thing to say. Um... Other they were both that, pretty good on their own, but then they went like fantastic. Like, yeah, they. You know what? You know who my most improved of the year is? Not from like a wrestling standpoint, but just from like a yeah, this guy's gonna be really good. I would say my most improved is Andrade Cien Almas. Ooh, that's a good one. I think that's a very good one. Uh, plucked from obscurity, basically, he was like n- like nobody cared. <laughs> And now he's just like, hey, here I am. I'm the champion now. Um, yeah, I think that would be my uh, my most Your most improved, just most like character wise. Yes. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Best tag team is the Usos. The Bar following very closely to that, and I mean the New Day is always solid, but the Usos. That's my tag team of the year. Uh, they go from. Face paint Usos to new nasty Usos. 
and just completely changed their image and style, and it's great. My favorite promotion of the year is Progress, hands down. Uh, great camera work. Everything is shot in HD. Looks great. The storylines are fantastic. Um, yeah, I love it. The promo deliveries are great. The yes. pro- the way they're filmed are fucking great. Yes. Chris Brooks is a beautiful human being. It's very lengthy, um, too. Did I say that out loud? Um, you did. Um, I think another person that has improved a lot that's probably going to be really funny next year is Drew Gulak. Gulak. Yeah. Although it's like later in the year that he became so fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, Drew Gulak's always been funny because anybody who's that like close friends with Chuck Taylor has to be hilarious by association. Very true. So, but have we done match of the year? We haven't done match of the year. If you um um let me just let me let me do an- my angle of the year and then we'll talk match of the year if you want to go with a match. I have of the year. 3 for my matches of the okay, year and I can't fine. decide which ones I like the best. That is perfectly fine. Um my favorite angle of the year would have to be and it came late in the year and came unexpectedly and that's why it's my angle of the year. Silence. Sorry, I had to plug in my computer or we wouldn't have been able to finish the podcast. Um, It has to be Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho because I didn't see it coming. I mean, the Twitter, you know, banter was like, okay, they're they're just, you know, playing it up on Twitter. And then it actually is happening now. And it just took everyone by surprise. Uh, The use of blood is very cool in New Japan. I just think this is going to be great, and um, it sounds like we're just getting started regardless, and I'm very excited for the future of this. I would also say maybe the friendship repairal of Dean and Seth paired with the um, uh, the reformation of the S.H.I.E.L.D. would probably come in second or maybe... As stale as it is now. Well, it sucks because of the injuries. That's the only reason... I would say it's not my favorite thing. is because of the injuries. Um, anything the Miz did as well. So you have Matt. You have Matt, Matt. What are your three matches of the year? Definitely Donovan Dijak versus Keith Lee because there were so many near falls in that match that I almost had a heart attack. It was <laughs> like I. I am shocked I did not break the chair that I was standing on because there were so many times that these near falls were insane. That match was absolutely incredible, and I'm. Oh, it was so good. Um, my other one is probably Volta and Zack Sabre Jr. Okay. Because Zack Sabre Jr. should have died. Um, because Volta chopped him into another dimension. Um, and then, obviously, Zack Sabre Jr. and Chuck Taylor. Because I was so emotionally invested in that match that just with that happening... And it was a great match. There were so many different things that happened in it that people weren't expecting. Yeah. Like, I knew Chuck Taylor was a great wrestler, aside from the comedy. And people, like, hate him for the comedy because they're like, just stop doing it. You know, it's, but no, he is legitimately hilarious and he can't help it, you know. But yeah. he really showed his worth and I was so proud. And it was just, I thought it was a fucking fantastic match. But I think definitely my favorite match would probably be, if I had to choose, it was it was Donovan Dijak and Keith Lee. All right. It was so fucking there good. There you go. Because, because of how anxious it made me. I have three um, five stars. I have, I believe this is uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Kenny Omega, which was the G1 final match. Um, amazing, amazing match. Just so... Ugh. I I sincerely hope these two get to 
uh, wrestle for the IWGP championship very soon. Um, that would be great. I would be very excited for that. I also believe, I'm not sure which one this is, but it was the June 11th match between Kazuchika Okada and Kenny Omega. Um, those two, my goodness, that might be the second match. I think I liked, I really loved the first match, but I didn't think it was like, I thought the second match was a lot better. I'll just leave it at that. That's all I have on that. And then my other um, five-star match comes very early in the year. Um, in February 11th, um, Tetsuya Naito defending what I believe was the Intercontinental Championship against um, Michael Elgin. The wrestling was good. Turns out he's not a good person. But whatever. I mean, there you go. Those are my three favorite matches. Now, the last thing I want to say here is, look, we didn't watch SmackDown this week. We didn't, we didn't watch NXT. If I want to set some New Year's resolutions for this show, it's to at least watch all three of those. because At least once. At least once during the year, yes. No, um, I feel like NXT is getting back into the swing of things. Um, if the rumors of um, Shitty Trevor... Is it Shitty Trevor? It is Shitty Trevor. <laughs> of Shitty Trevor. About Shitty Trevor. And uh, War Machine joining up very soon are true. NXT is primed and ready to just get back to their heyday which i mean you know their heyday was like i'm gonna if, if shitty trevor goes to wwe i'm gonna miss seeing shitty trevor at pwg yeah because he's so he's he's shitty as fuck and i always tell him I'm like such shitty trevor every time <laughs> i see him but he's actually really cool and uh, it makes me sad that i wouldn't be able to see him like in such close kind of yeah. like as be, as i used to we shared breakfast we breakfast together at bola <laughs> But you're still shitty, Trevor. So I think NXT is about to hit its stride again, which is good. The other thing I need to do is I need to get better about watching wrestling in a timely manner. I feel like I never finished the 16 carat. I'm so sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry. My deepest apologies. You told me to watch it 8 million times. Um, I need to watch more indie wrestling. I feel like I did not get my full share of indie wrestling i watched like progress and that's great but i I... need to mine is definitely going to be branch out and watch more promotions i'm going to other than the wwe and other than going to pwg and the occasional apw show i'm going to look at my subscriptions here and i'm gonna i think i'm gonna resubscribe to powerbomb.tv they've been doing some good stuff dan has been hyping it up to me so i think i might subscribe to them and um yeah those are those are my wrestling my programs resolutions if you hopefully i'm gonna go to bar wrestling at the beginning and at the beginning of the year oh team tremendous team tremendous has been booked oh shit well you know what marianne i guess i'll just announce it on this podcast uh soon enough i'll be able to go to bar wrestling whenever i feel like it yeah, and and that and upsets PWG. me greatly. Um, I am gonna actually be moving to LA mid mid year. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm I'm planning on it. That's gonna be one of my things. Is planning on it. I'm uh, I'm go gonna, down there as well, and then you'll be stuck with me. I'm not telling you where I live. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll have to. We record together. 
Over Skype? No, we'll figure Where it out. Where am I going to mail my packages to so my parents don't know that I bought something? Okay, no, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I used to do that, remember? Yeah, I know you did, but you'll be on your own, so you better not <laughs> fucking mail shit to my house. I'll just throw it out the door. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be moving to L.A., uh, I'm going to be moving in with my girlfriend, and uh, yeah, life changes in 2018, and I'm pretty excited for it. So um, join us again next week where I will be extremely tired. If we even record next week, I will be uh, shocked. But you'll get, we'll figure it out. You can give me my Zubas somehow. I will give you your fucking Zubas. <laughs> if you don't watch Wrestle Kingdom in your onesie, I will be very upset. I'll probably fall asleep in it. But anyway, that's next week. Excellent. Do you do you have anything else before we uh, finish here? Um, Tim Don said a match against Jimmy Jacobs, and I don't know who won that match. It's on. But... That's I believe. Hold on. You just made the list. I believe that's actually on Powerbomb.tv. So I love Tim Dons. You do. Nothing has changed this year. You just made the list. All right. So um, he's a sweet angel man, and I love him. Uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, search Tornado Tag Radio. Follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice and follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash B-N-O-T-L-G. You can find us on there. Finally North does our music. SoundCloud.com slash Finally North or FinallyNorth.com. Head on over to NOTLG.Spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. That would be much appreciated. Um, support TTR and all the other podcasts on the Night of Living Geeks Network. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Um, huge shout out to everyone who has donated money that they didn't have to um calvin chris um mike if i'm missing you i apologize and just anybody that talks to us uh on twitter dan is great um nick your roommate is pretty great nick is great as well with Um, question of the year for sure i feel like how's is dominic (laughs) yeah dominic's still around but he's a dad with a kid that likes minions i'm so sorry dominic it's okay dominic all good dude um yeah just thanks for supporting us and listening to us throughout the year it means, it means a lot to us it's uh it's fun to do this it's fun to talk it's, about it's her. nice to know that people like to hear me talk when most of the time people don't so this podcast is an hour and 30 minutes long okay so um we will talk to you guys next week god willing uh so marianne there's only one thing left to do so if you will bring the ballot to the new year Yeah.